Hey, how's it going, quitters? This is Alon from Goblins and Growlers Quid Pro Roll, and I have some really exciting news. So we at uh, Goblins and Growlers are going to be running exclusive D&D 5e adventures for GalaxyCon 2020. That's coming up uh, February 28th, right here in Richmond, Virginia, running through the 1st. So... Uh, we actually uh, were, were fortunate enough to partner with GalaxyCon last year, and I'm excited to say that we're going to be running a, a continuation of the adventure that we ran last year. So uh, it's going to be a lot of uh, inclusive community building fun with both people who are local and people who are from out of town, and also the whole cast of Quid Pro Roll is going to be there. So if uh, you're in town or if you are making plans to be in town, we'd love to um, roll and roll with you. So check us out, check out GalaxyCon Richmond, and thank you so much for your support. Wait, wait, everyone, everyone, we're all going to do our best Wookiee sound, starting with, uh, me, I don't know how to do it either. You sound like a cat. No, no, all right, no, I'm, I'm with Alon. All right, Brandon, you're up. No, I can't even roll my R's, I'm not gonna participate in this. No. Hold on, all right, Josh. Wow, Brandon. <laughs> Damn, you were too modest. This is Quid Pro Roll, a fantasy live play adventure where a party of unlikely heroes embark on a quest to bring dragons back to their world. The smell of cactus flower is overwhelming as the perfume spills out of the exploded body of the blue dragon, which is a sentence I didn't know I'd ever say in my life. The perfume is a soft, translucent pink and is already past is already like past your knees and almost up to your waist as it fills the Colosseum. Are small pieces of dragon just kind of raining yes. around us? <laughs> popping into the perfume? Dragon yes. parts! <laughs> um, Maheni, who is standing up on a larger chunk of the dragon out of the perfume, is looking around. Well, this seems to be a problem. Uh, Solinar is going to go, no, 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 no. He jumps down into the perfume, grabs the head of the dragon, and is like, what's your name? <laughs> is now really the time for that? There has to be time. I'm, I smell like a pretty girl right now. Uh, I smell great. I'm standing on, on the boat's shoulders because I can't swim and I very am appreciative boat. Actually, you know what? It's kind of funny that I'm riding the boat through this. <laughs> How tall is the, like, the, the, uh, the wall surrounding the in inner part of the arena? It's really tall. I mean, this, this Coliseum is made to hold hundreds of people. Okay. I mean, I'm talking just about like to get, if I were to try to climb out to get to the stands. Uh, if you wanted to climb out into the first part of the stands, you'd only have to climb about 30, 40 feet. Okay. Uh, what do the walls look like? Are there any handholds or anything? Not really. Okay. Uh, they're sort of similar to terracotta. Mm -hmm. uh, so there are probably a couple of cracks, but it's not going to be an easy right. climb. Uh, you there... can throw me up there. I'll put you some rope down. No, I've got my rope. I'll give like I'll give you this this rope from my lasso. Oh right. Yeah. Look, and... it's already got a loop on it. I All can right. wear it. I'm gonna I'm gonna herk him up there. All right. So you toss you, you toss the halfling. <laughs> you have to toss. But not me. the game. This is the you just you just do it. Yeah, so you toss the halfling, mm -hmm. and you are now up on the upper part of the stadium. Uh, you see Nell kind of running toward you. Yeah, I land with a... Fantastic. That's all, that's really cacophonous. All right, so Nell's going to run up to you. I mean, I can't believe you landed on a pile of pots. Uh, well, who put these here? They were filled with corks for cushioning. Oh, nice. How convenient landing. that uh, when you land on corks for cushioning, it doesn't make a cork sound. Oh. Well, except all the corks are rubbing together, so like... No, it doesn't make a sound. That's the sound of corks rubbing against glass. Nice try, Josh. Meanwhile, sound guy Gabe's like, you know what they'll actually hear? The sound of silence. <laughs> all right, I'm starting to get lightheaded. How do we get this to stop? What did you do to the dragon that made this happen? One second. Okay, Bart, I got the rope. Thanks, buddy. And I start climbing up. All right. 
uh, Alita is going to follow you hot mm. on your trail. All right. When I get to the top, I help uh, Johannes hold the rope. Okay. Alita and Warren are going to climb up. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm going to follow at some point. Warren start. When I see Warren start climbing up, I make like I'm like, ah! losing my grip Not on the funny! rope. <laughs> Not funny. Not <laughs> funny. Thank you so much for those mushrooms. Those were great. They were great uh, brain food. I felt so much smarter. Mahenny's going to climb out. Your name, you oversized salamander. Oh, you brought the head. Mahenny, like, looks over at Solinar, and as she's climbing up, looks at both. Should I get him? He'll figure it out. Don't worry about it. Fantastic. So, how do we stop this? Oh, is it still filling? Yeah. It's endless. How high high has it gotten now? Uh, It's, well, it's actually probably chest neck height at this point. So, would um, perfume be classified as water? No, it's perfume. Yeah, you said it was alcohol based. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, unfortunately, so I only have Crete Solinar might drink it all. Ah. If we want Solinar to die, sure. Uh, I've got a book on fish care. Do you think there's any fish in here? Probably not, Johannes. Maybe it has a passage in here about how to stop endless perfume. Let me flip through real quick. That's something that plagues fish tanks. Solinar, go ahead. Solinar is going to give up on talking to the head and run for the rope. You're going to have to swim for the rope at this point. Um, I'm, I went to, of course, the, the back. It's like of, neck height. The, the perfume's like neck height at this point. I went to the back okay. of the book, the Atlas, and I'm going and I'm looking for perfume. So I rolled a um, 16. Uh, perfume's not in the book. Uh, I'd throw you a bone if you had critted because you've been critting a lot lately. But well, just once. Yeah, and that's counted. why, and that's why we're that's why we're currently in a coliseum filled with perfume. It smells great. So, is the perfume still coming from the head? Yes. What kind of rate of like gallons of perfume per minute are we looking at here? I'm gonna tell you right now. I'm not good at math, and I'm not good at any kind of measurement. Uh-huh. So, uh, lots. Because like water weighs seven pounds to the gallon. So, if this place keeps filling up, if the walls aren't strong enough. For all that pressure inside it. If the doors aren't strong yeah. enough. Yeah, the doors are the weak points. Yeah. How big is the dragon's head? About the size of you, probably a little bit bigger. Oh, wait, I've got an idea. I know what to do. I didn't think this far, but now I remember what I should have done at the beginning. Perfume, I challenge you to a compelled duel. It doesn't have intelligence or wisdom, so you can't compel it to duel. So that means it's failing its saving throw. It continues to pour out of the dragon's head. Oh, past its saving throw. Uh, I assume it's athletics, but I got a 14 for swimming through perfume. Yeah, you, you're very lightheaded, but yes. And not, like, drowning. No, you're, you're, you're in the clear. Maybe we should just light it all on fire. <laughs> that would cause the Colosseum to go up in a fireball. Ah, oh, right. So is, is there a river nearby? Maybe we could just move the head. If we contaminate one of the rivers, there is a river that goes down to Otakara, but it would poison their water supply. You are a mage, yes? Um, well, not quite. Do you have magic? Yes. Do you have magical knowledge? Yes. Then you're a mage. Figure out how to stop this. Does anybody have, <laughs> does anybody have a bag of holding? We could just put the thing in that. And close it up and put it in cement and bury it forever. Where's Magellan? He knows about uh, endless portal things. I haven't seen him since the dragon. Oh, man. So it's like since the vial was destroyed, is there like some sort of magical singularity that's jammed in the dragon's nose at this point? You guys don't know. You haven't inspected the dragon's nose. I'll pick, I'll pick its nose. Yeah, you were over I've there. already gotten hit by an arrow from it. I've probably built some immunities. For the You're gonna jump back into the swimming pool? As the water, ke- or as the perfume keeps rising, is the head like buoyant? Is it floating? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, I can't swim. I'll throw you over there. Uh, <laughs> I pick him up and I throw uh, him. <laughs> <laughs> With a loud splash, you well, fall into the perfume. I, I, but you know, he's throwing me at the head. He's throwing you at the head? Yeah, right. I rolled a 13. He's not just 13. trying to kill you're, me. So, <laughs> so, like I said, with a loud splash, you're going to fall into the perfume. You're going to be about maybe 40 to 60 feet away from the head. Okay, wh- what's, the, uh, what's the situation of how co- uh, deep this perfume is? Again, it's... Way above, since it's up, it was up to Solinar's neck when he was climbing up. So we're probably talking like eight feet at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah, somewhere about. Okay. <laughs> maybe, maybe he should have taken <laughs> off the armor before I threw him. <laughs> me 
you shouldn't have thrown Johannes. I don't think he's wearing armor. I think he's wearing a purple and green jester's outfit. Oh, the bells mean help! <laughs> I just figured he put it on over his armor. Uh, Mr. Boat, can you fish him back, please? I grab my lasso. <laughs> and... You threw him in without him being tied to the rope. No, I was tied to the rope because he yeah, threw me he... over and I was tied okay, to it. Okay. Wait a minute, you were never tied to the rope. Yes, he was. Yeah. You did. I looped the lasso around me when you threw me up on the wall. Yeah. All right. Otherwise, you would have just killed Johannes. <laughs> Solinar. Oh, slaver, please don't murder me. <laughs> Solinar is like, uh, uh, guys, I'm going to smell so pretty for so long. I uh, need so many baths. So what are we doing? Actually, you probably just won't need baths for a long time. I smell so much like cactus flower. So much cactus flower. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I start pulling it. <laughs> Johannes, you're pulled back. Yeah. And then I try again. No! <laughs> <laughs> Are you going to throw him again? Yeah. All right. Crit. Crit? Yeah. You throw him onto the buoyant dragon head. No, he please floats. don't throw me this other one! It'll be fine. Don't worry about it. When no. The dragon head bobs a little bit when you land on it, but keeps afloat. Oh. Oh, toss me an oar! <laughs> Why would oh, wait, we I do have an oar. All right, let's... <laughs> I do! <laughs> Another crit! <laughs> you so you take the oar, oh, and you throw it like a javelin, and to which Johannes is able to just reach up, up and catches, catches it. Without even looking. I don't look, I'm still looking at the face of the dragon, and I grab the oar, and I start to use it to fish this through the nose the of the dragon. This is the dumbest nonsense! We just blew up a dragon with perfume. This is the dumbest nonsense. All right, so you sit, you... As you are getting to the point that you have reached mm. the edge where everybody is, mm. the perfume is almost at the point that you can just easily step onto the upper part of the Colosseum. I'm assuming you guys are fishing the dragon head out uh, of the perfume. But, like, perfume is spewing out of it like a fire hose, No, I, yeah, I took the oar and then put it in its nose. Kind oh, of you like... put it... I thought you were you were sailing with it. Oh, maybe at a later wait, point. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, if you cover the nose up, it'll shoot out the back of the head like a motor. Oh, yeah, and then you can use it to <laughs> propel forward. Yeah. All right, so you push it to cover the, the nostril. Yeah. And, and it shoots forward like a speedboat. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna try to uh, to jump some jump some waves. Ping ten. All right, roll decks. I'm glad I rolled high because I didn't want to drown. So seventeen. Seventeen. You're able to catch air on on a couple of times in this. <laughs> You're basically on a dragon head ski do. Yeah. Johannes has long flowing blonde hair, so this is basically Point Break at yeah. this point. And there's like a little bit of wave actually. He's actually just kind of riding around the Coliseum for a little bit. Um, and he's using the or as a like a he's using it as a rudder by letting some go out every now and again to change the direction. Then he comes back to the party after. Yeah, you're on flips. a dragon head ski do. Yeah, got it. It's it's a new brand. I think this is the weirdest, grossest thing we've ever done, and I'm just glad to see that we can continue to raise the bar this way. Yes, yeah. raise the bar. Uh, so I'm gonna use this oar now to fish into the side of this nose. All right. Wait, uh, wait, since I'm fishing, I'm going to see if there's a passage about this in my Fish 101 book. Nice try. I'm, I'm letting you roll. Oh, I thought you said nice try. As in yeah, like, because this is dumb, but no, you can roll. I'll down. let you roll. I rolled a 19. That's not going to be high enough. I would have done it if you critted. <laughs> um, That's fair. So as you fish in the dragon's nose, there is a small oval kind of stopper looking thing that was at the base of the perfume bottle that seems to be covered in the perfume and is the source of the perfume. So it's like a, it's like a, um, it's like the nucleus of an amoeba almost. Oh, okay. I was thinking it was like a rubber stopper. So it's, it looks like just like a lump if, of, if you've ever looked into like really, really nice perfume bottles, I haven't. Uh, <laughs> one of the things that they used to do and they still do in some perfumes is to make it look like you get more volume for what they're selling you. They actually go inside the perfume bottle with the glass. Okay. Um, and there is, they sometimes will put like a little design on it to make it look like it's like a design choice rather than they're cheaping you out on perfume. Uh, I, I know your uh, opinions now on high dollar perfume, which I didn't think I was going to learn, but I'm excited. That part has broken off of the center, and that seems to be what's emitting the perfume. So uh, I, I guess I'm going to like put the ore on that and try to <laughs> pop it out. Okay, you're able to dislodge it. Yeah, does it sound like a cork coming out? No, it sounds like <laughs> glass being ripped out of a dragon's nostril. That sounds like cork sounds me. No, cork sound. <laughs> no, not. 
Nope. It's more like a gross tearing sound. Uh. You hear that? So, uh, now that this has come out, what, uh, what do we do with this? So, it is still rocketing out of this thing, but yeah, you it's found the source of it. spraying around in a circle at our feet. Uh, yeah. Rapidly. I'm gonna jump on it. And crush it? Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm jumping Roll on decks. it. I'm gonna jump on it again. <laughs> I'm gonna jump on this thing. Or crit fail trying. 18. 18. Uh, you crunch it under your boots, and all the perfume disappears. What about the scent? All the perfume? All the perfume. All the chunks of dragon hit the ground with a wet splonge sound. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, like that. So, uh, does the smell? No, the smell's there. Oh, good. The good, smell good. is there forever. Oh, I'm Please so call this episode the sweet smell of success. <laughs> <laughs> of cactus. Uh, um, Johannes uh, picks his shoe up like you would, like, gum that you just stepped in in a parking lot to see what's, uh... There is nothing under your shoe anymore. What? I swear I jumped on it. Good thing we changed into those ocean Guys. bar clothes. Because now we can change back into our I just like that smell my, normal. my bells have been Guys, jingling. I'm so lightheaded. I need to sit down. Well, at least you're not dark-headed. Remember, the light is always a benefit to us and to the goddess soon, who has blessed us on this day. That's nice, Mr. Johannes. Did Alina drink a bunch of perfume? Alina's <laughs> sitting down. She's very dizzy. This place smells really intense. Mm, I'm kind of used to it. I should have made Boat a Nosmic. So he would have been immune to all this. All right, Solinar, Koza. Let the games begin! Let's go! We're not going to be able to have the games. But all the perfume's gone. I'm, I'm pretty sure Chogrin and Rall just won. That's what I think just happened. I'm wearing the colors. Seriously, we just beat a dragon with a thing of perfume, and then he went and turned its head into a speedboat for a victory lap. <laughs> if, if you're talking about the championship being proving the strength of the champion, then nah... Uh, you also had assistance from several champions, including the champion of Aurora Mern and is, the chief of is, Karar. Is, he, is that I'm the sorry. one that got bitten in half? They- no, the, cha- <laughs> the champion of Aurora Mern's Warren. <laughs> <laughs> Was, were they the ones that made a dragon explode? Yeah, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. So. As, as much as I appreciate all of those people's contributions, uh, and I'm, I salute their bravery for being involved, uh, none of them, in fact, made a dragon explode with perfume. And I'd like to point out something else, that uh, the champion of Aurora Mern, uh, his contribution was standing far away and firing arrows. <laughs> I engaged the beast. Nell slowly turns her head to look at you. Yeah, those punk shooting arrows, totally useless. This is between me and the champion of Aurora uh-huh. It's a sad day, but I had to cross the jar of endless perfume out of my inventory. <laughs> That's sad. Yeah. It's a, it's I had a, a little picture of it, too, which I'm not going to cross out, but... That is a great use of an item, though. Let's be real. You exploded a dragon. My whole goal is to Six take... Six levels higher than you guys. My whole goal is to take any item that I'm given that seems innocuous and find a way to weaponize it. <laughs> I'm starting to pick up on that. That's why I give yeah. you guys weird I've got, magic I've items. got a priest's tibia. I've got something <laughs> called bicep ruby. I'm really glad that ore came in handy. Yeah. Uh, the bicep ruby is from when you won the arm wrestling Oh, that's right. Oh. Wasn't it like oh, crystallized gonna... mamoud or yes, something? Yes, it is. Yeah. And you have to yeah. put that in a belt or something. Yeah. The, uh, the Oh, that got to go in a gauntlet. And then you can get a bunch of other different crystallized people into that gauntlet. Oh, my God. It would be the Boatfinity gauntlet. That would be amazing. (laughs) (laughs) There is a whole plot of that that we do need to um, to finish up at some point. Which plot? If I make a gauntlet. How many unfinished plots are there in this game? Let's be real. What was her name? Uh, my mate. My mate. <laughs> God, we're so bad. <laughs> you want to know who had no part of that? Me, the girl, right, right here. Who you can tell because two, two thumbs is getting dragged along with all this. Oh, no. One. But hey, no, can I bite a thumb? Can off. I take the bicep ruby and get it put in a gauntlet and get it enchanted so it can be like a like a plus one to like like strength involving arms or well, challenges? Well, actually, I have to re-listen this, but I think there was something where we had to take it somewhere. No. Not while you're standing in a room, in, in, a, in a stadium that's just been ev- I, eviscerated by a dragon and filled with I perfume. like to think Boat's actually asking this of Mahani. Yeah. <laughs> Mahani's just kind of... 
Mm-hmm. Of what? Uh, so my prize. Me and Solna, we're the champions. Yeah, for winning the games. We're wearing the colors. I'm wearing the colors. He's wearing half of them. I mean, I did some stabbing. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a contributor. Well, we're the same champion. I'm literally the only person from my area who came here. Well, at least that explains why... I avenged my people. (laughs) I'm sorry, were they your people? Do you not see the colors that I'm wearing, who I fought for? Of course they were my people. And this dragon came and said he'd eliminated them, and the fires of my rage were stoked, and my passion was inflamed, and I had to attack. Well, and there was all that destruction in Palabar from that other blue dragon. Like exactly. You, you avenged Palabar as well. Oh. Exactly. We are going to suspend the games. I need to go to the ruins of Odra and find out if there are any survivors and see if there's anything to salvage. As the champion of Odra, I will accompany you. Her eyebrows kind of go into her hairline. I'm sorry? I have vast experience with dealing with blue dragon fallout. Well, that's perfume. I don't know that that counts. As the champion of the games, I shall also... Come with you. Um, I need to make sure that I, now as the representative of the people of this great nation, I need to make sure that I protect them. I'm certain I will be fine on my own. As as champion two of the games, uh, I feel like it's important for all of us to be a unified front on this. Don't talk down about you. yourself like that, buddy. He's champion one, but you're champion A. Um, so we were just attacked by a dragon. Um, I wasn't really expecting that today, but... I, that wasn't really on my schedule. I, I, I took care of it, though. I do have more mushrooms if anybody's still hurt. I mean, Koza, as a champion of mushroomology, um, what? W- would you also be going to Odra to represent mushrooms? Honestly, I couldn't have done it without you. I was having a lot of trouble thinking because my stomach was so empty. It had been at least an hour before we had eaten that biscuit. And uh, really appreciated all those mushrooms, Koza. Could you? Would you want to come along? Yes. I, I don't really know the context, but I'll, I'll I'll go with you all if I can help. I'll tell you what, man. You'll be able to find all kinds of loot stuff to pay off your debts. I really do need that. And, and Alita, as the champion of silver pendant having magic stuff... You tried Solinar, and that's what matters. The Dragon Ghost Champion. We'll also need to be joining us in Odra. We wouldn't be here without Alita. She told me to compete in the games with you, Solinar, to begin with. Right, exactly. The reason that we were competing in the games, I thought, was to fund our trip back home. Speaking of the Dragon Corpse, um, would I know anything about parts of dragons that are valuable? Uh, most parts of dragons are valuable. Would he know anything about which parts of dragons could um, grow some fungi? We or, should get a bunch of scales and turn them into boots and <gasps> sell them as scaled steps. Oh my god! They'd sell really <laughs> well in Ocean Bar. Oh my no. gosh! And Michael Jordan could sign them. This really sounds like it's going to tip the scales in our favor. <laughs> I actually—is uh, it possible to get some of this dragon scale into something that would be cool? I mean, if you guys want to take some of the scales, those are some of them are still intact, but a lot of like the organs and stuff are not. Heck yeah, I want to take some scales. Yeah. All right, you guys will have a total of about ten scales you can get. You can divide up. How All big right, two are the scales? Like, are they? There are four of you. You're not counting Alita. Alita's not going to take blue <laughs> dragon scales. Oh, I got hers. That's four for me. How big are the scales? Um, maybe about the size of your fist. Okay. Uh, who has the biggest fist here? Grady Boat Barnes. <laughs> okay. Um, Four dragons. I said scales. your fist, Chapman. Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. The scales are only like oh about an inch when across. When you hold them up, it makes me realize how tiny your fists are. Your fists are bigger than mine. Oh, no, they're not. Look at how tiny those things are. No, yeah. they're bigger than mine. No, here, yours are here, further see, away. See, actually, I have Aww. this infant here. It's actually smaller than this infant's fist. It's oh, my God. Really, like, look at, I, what that's your, crazy. Look, look at your ickle baby fist. Were you soaking that ice water this whole time? <laughs> Remember that scene where Deadpool, like, blows off his legs and his arms and stuff and has to regrow them? That's what Chapman's hands look like. I've never seen this movie. What else? What other? Are there horns? Does it have horns? Listen, I rolled a 14 for investigation for succulent, valuable dragon bits. Dragon bits. Did succulent have to be a word? That's part of the Because liver is very juicy. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah, and its liver was obliterated. 
obliterated. Also, also, he's got succulents on the mind because everything smells like cactus. Exactly. Uh, you can find some teeth. Well played. Uh, you're able to find some claws. You're able to find three claws, seven teeth, and parts of liver and parts of kidneys and parts of heart. What about his eye? You can find one intact eye. It's I'll take it. It sounds like you're just describing beasts and revelations now. <laughs> so how are, we, uh, <laughs> how are we dividing this up? Solonar's just taking it. Okay. I've got, I've got bits. will take Gog, and Johannes can take Magog. <laughs> I've got bits, and uh, whatever whatever I get for bits, I'll go ahead and divide it up amongst the party, if that's good with all of you. Everybody feel good about that? Yeah. Kibbles and dragon bits. Let's go. This is disgusting. <laughs> now this scene just in my mind, I just kind of thought about it, and now I'm just like imagining this pile of like exploded dragon flesh, and like and the so four of us all, and they're like, yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm imagining like I'm imagining like Marvel zombies, like we're all just on the corpse, just pulling bits off. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's I mean, gone grayscale. <laughs> I mean, Solonar only found out that most of the organs weren't salvageable by being like waist deep, like kraut, like bent over inside the b- part of the dragon that blew out. Just yep. being like, I can't find any intact organs in here. It looks like everything got obliterated by perfume. Smells really good, though. I'm excited to give some of these back to Pirate Cat. What was the dragon's last meal? Half of that one guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Anyway. Nell is kind of like leaning over, looking at you guys. Anyway, so problem do- is we can't cook it. Why not? It's soaked in perfume. Just boil it; it'll be fine. Ugh, no. <laughs> the alcohol burns off. <laughs> Does have you eaten dragon before? I've eaten a lot of meat that I'm not sure where it came from. I would be surprised if Dragon wasn't somewhere on that anyway, list. Anyway, when do we when do we leave for Odra? Maheni still looks uncomfortable with the idea of you guys coming with her. I'm going to be leaving at dawn. All right, Boat looks at her. He's like, now come on. I know you could probably do this by yourself, but don't you think it would be better to have a bunch of us come with you? I mean, if we haven't proved our worth in the last few minutes here, I just don't know how we're going to. We're on a quest, and I think that going with you is where we need to go. And more to the point, you need our help. I'd like to roll persuasion. All right, roll. Plus, Warren and his husband are coming with, so like... My husband is not going, and I don't know if I am either. If there's a bunch of blue dragons starting to tear up cities, I might want to go back to Otakara. How about a 22? Well, not Otakara. Otakara's where we met. Aurora Moon is where we're living now. Yeah, so how about a 22? She's going to be convinced. All right. She's going to still look kind of like... She's going to look at him kind of like, all right. I just... It seems wrong to bring people that are not from Oshanvar. I'm the champion of Odra. And we're the champions of Trogren Raw. And I'm the champion of Aurora Moon, and I'm going to go make sure my husband's okay. We're basically naturalized citizens at this point. Uh, excuse you, as a naturalized citizen of uh-huh. Ocean uh-huh. you don't get to you don't get to show up, blow up a dragon, and be like, "Oh, I'm from Ocean Var." No, are you trying to, to are you trying to say I didn't work hard for that naturalization? Uh, I'm saying you did not have to do the stuff I did. I'm sorry, I didn't have to study Ocean Var history and uh, pass the test. Well, in fairness, I had to get married. Uh, side note, if people wanted to hear about the naturalization laws here in Alaria, where can they do so? Uh, you can do that at our Patreon-exclusive podcast called Alarian Archives. New, new episodes every Thursday on patreon.com slash I hate plugging things. I hate it, and it's just nice that that's so seamless. It's not even plugging. It's just part of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> that explains why your house is so dark. It's so dark. You just, I don't, you just gotta get over it and plug stuff in, man. Is plugged in. I, I need <laughs> just all the lamps. Just, I need you to, tripping hazards. I need you to understand how low our electricity bill is because nothing is plugged in. It's so it's, low. It's, it's been double great. digits. It's been great. It's low double digits. So uh, let's go in the morning. I'm tired. I'm going to stop packing up and heading back to Aurora Moon. Are you sure you don't want to come with us? He does keep we, talking I mean, about how he's going to go pack up, but he I just mean, doesn't do it. I mean, I, just, I know I know I've talked a lot of crap about you, but that's just like some friendly rivalry. You're actually really cool and you're very effective at what you do. Oh, well, thank you. That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to well, me. Why don't you at least come with us on the next leg of this? And then I promise you can head home after that. Solonar's going to put a hand on Warren's shoulder and be like, look, you're super cool. We're super cool. But we understand... If you've got, if you've got somebody waiting for you at home, I don't think any of the rest of us really have that going on. So 
I, I can see where you would value that enough to not want to risk your life on a potentially awesome, dangerous mission where we could potentially earn millions of gold in loot yeah. and fantastic His ears treasures. His down a little bit. And it's going to be awesome. And I know you don't, you certainly don't want to go back to your husband with a baker's dozen of awesome stories about how great you are and how you saved our lives a number of times. And His ears go down further. Awesome. And not only that, but Bree will be so disappointed <laughs> if you leave now going back to your husband without traveling more with us. Who's, who's Bree? Are you talking about Beckchester? Oh... Uh, this is narrator's voice. What are you doing? The problem is, is a raw man is in the opposite direction of Odra. We can help you get back. Don't worry about it. We'll even escort you back. It's uh, we got to go back that way anyway. Look, I'll head back to I'll head back to the champions' lodgings. I'll pack my stuff and I'll think about it. We'll decide in the morning. I mean, worst case, you could write a letter to your husband, being like, "Hey, games were great." Also going on a crazy adventure, you can reach me by sending word to this village. He'll be so angry. I mean, and, and all, worse, the, all the more reason for you not to be there. Worse, he'll be sad. Oh, but, wouldn't but he'll he be... also bake things. Well, yes, that's his job. I'll tell you what, we'll talk about it again in the morning. Uh, we'll have uh, Wanda make some biscuits over at, uh, over at our place. Just Why don't you just stay with us tonight? <sighs> Let me go get my things, and right. I'll figure it out. He turns around and begins to leave. Nell just kind of crosses her arms and is like, you are going to tear this poor man away. Hey, Nell, you're coming too. Let's go. I'm sorry. I'm what now? Why not? It's adventure. Yes, and I have my own adventure to handle right now. I'm too busy being a wanted criminal in three countries. Well, come be a wanted criminal with us. I'm pretty sure that's what Solonar is anyways. I mean, at least in a couple of counties. Yeah, unless he's having a bad day, then he's a wanting criminal. I think that I'm going to probably run into you guys. I wouldn't be surprised if our paths cross again. Well, now that we've signed on as Nell's Angels, like, yeah, I would assume. If that's what you want to call yourselves, fine. Look, we're going to be rescuing people from situations. They'll, they'll be at their lowest point. They'll have been captured. They'll be feeling kind of defeated. They'll be chained up, probably, wondering what the next step in their, in their arduous journey is going to be. And then we'll burst through the camp that's holding them. We'll kill their captors. And then we'll cut them free and be like, come with us if you want to live. And they'll be like, this is amazing. It'll be like... We're, we've descended from on high to bring justice to them. Oh, do we need a badge that we should show so that everyone knows we're your angels? Oh, that's actually a good point. She reaches into her quiver and pulls out one of her red feather arrows and hands it to the closest person to her, which is going to be Boat. Okay. Oh. Nobody shoot this. He takes it and he puts it in his hat like a feather. Uh, maybe give that to someone else then. I've that's, got it. It's taken that, care of. The red feathered arrow is my symbol. Okay. That way people who are with me will know so are you. All right. Well, he takes it off of his hat and puts it inside his cloak. I assure you, you don't want to have that out in the open too much. Mm -hmm. Well, you're like a wanted criminal in a lot of places, right? Yeah. Specifically Boris Empire wanted criminal? Well, Yeah. Because I, I just remember you saying something about the Boris Empire and how, like... You're a wanted criminal or something. Uh, yeah. Okay. I, I decidedly am. But did you also say that you're a wanted criminal in the Boris Empire? I am a wanted criminal in the Boris Empire, despite the fact that I don't go there very frequently. But, but are, you, are you a wanted Boris in the criminal empire? I don't really associate with many criminals. Yes, are you wanted Boris in the criminal <laughs> empire? <laughs> I don't we really have, associate with many criminals, so. We have good hard step. <laughs> All right, this is getting out of hand. I'll run into you all later. Goodbye, Boris. We shall meet again. Dos vidonia. <laughs> Take care, all of you. Please stay safe. She turns and leaves. And Just you walking too. off into the sunset, pieces of dragon running around her. Yes. How high up did they get blown that they're still <laughs> falling down? <laughs> Plap, plip, plop, blorp. Gross. Slop. We're meeting a lot of people lately. 
That's what happens when you start getting popular. Yeah, we're winners. We need to surround ourselves with winners. <laughs> okay, look, in, if we are going to be... It, we, we need to be quick on this journey, which means we the fewer people we have, the better. I mean, I'm not talking about bringing a whole village worth of people with us. You so. invited three. Yeah. It's a numbers game. Not everybody's going to say yeah. Well, and on top of that, like, the, the other big part of that, if you're not moving with a whole village, then it's not like you're going to be slowed down that much. Like, we we have a cart for our slowest members, and then some of us are used to walking everywhere that they need to go. Because it like, looks kind of uncomfortable that this conversation's happening right in front of him. Like this guy, and he points at himself. Oh, Carzy, he's talking about me. I, I have trouble keeping up. I have these tiny legs. Yeah, um, and I'm so muscle-bound that it's hard for me to run sometimes. Mm. He, he, he can't even put his arms above his head. See, look, watch. <laughs> oh, that looks uncomfortable. Oh, yeah, my traps are just so developed, it's really hard. Koza, <laughs> what were you saying? Um... I hope you don't feel like I'm imposing. No, we don't. Koza, I I think that traveling with a high-profile criminal, a gentleman who very clearly wants to go home to his husband, and one of the world leaders is probably a little more high-profile than we want to be. That makes sense to me, too. Who's the high-profile criminal? Is that you, Alita? I meant Miss Nell. Oh, she's not traveling with us. We asked her to. Yeah, but only because it's a numbers game. That's what Buck taught me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you always no. got to game the numbers. I mean, you want to talk about being a high-profile criminal? Wait until word gets out that we blew up a blue dragon. With perfume. I, I hope they leave that part out. No, that's like the best part of that story. Why would they leave that out? Because it's silly. Is it silly? I mean, it got the job done. Or is it silly awesome? It's it's just silly. I'm going to uh, wash the perfume out of the fur of my outfit. Seems reasonable. I feel like I've never smelled this pretty in my entire life. Like, it burns my nose how pretty I smell right now. That's because there's way too much perfume. So pretty, though. Well, I'm glad to know that uh, that's how you want to live your life. And uh, witty, though. I'm going to head back to Karar. Alita's going to leave. So, what do you guys want to do? Uh, well, I think I think I'm gonna head back and maybe get cleaned up, change out of these uh, nasty old ocean var clothes, put my old unitard back on, so I feel comfortable. Rude. Ocean var clothes are lovely. They're doused in perfume. Yeah, but they're lovely. I'm heading back to the Teller B and B. Not Teller. Oceanvar. Talaire is the southern continent that is more than an ocean away. <laughs> but they fran- the company franchised out of Talaire. <laughs> Their headquarters is in Tinkerhaven. Yeah. But you know, they've got they've got they've got all over the world. Koza's gonna just follow the party wherever they're heading back. Well, currently boats just getting naked, so what are you? He yeah. said he's going back to the room. Yeah, no, like I just closed my cloak and then I took <laughs> off all my clothes. Oh, God. You're I like didn't. a quick change artist. Exactly. I did not actually do that. No. Well, so he's heading back to the room. Time to Solonar. call my way back. Okay. All right. You're going to throw up. I'm calling it now. Roll a constitution saving throw. Eight. Yeah, you're going to get sick and throw up. <laughs> All right. Man, do you guys remember that part in the podcast where Alex said we weren't going to roll to throw up because that was a, that was a stone too far? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, now he's trying to cartwheel like seven miles. I'm just pleased to see the times they are changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It won't be long until we're rolling for unintentional self-defecation. <laughs> 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 I should have rolled for that when the dragon showed up. Oh. Then the perfume would have really come in handy. Mm-hmm. All right, Solinar, what are you doing? I guess I'll just head back to the house because, like, there's not a whole lot else going on. I don't imagine that there's going to be much of a fair atmosphere. Ooh, we're going to go to the marketplace. I'll meet you guys later. All right. What do you? So, Boat and Koza are going to go back to the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, Johannes is going to be cartwheeling to the room. No, I threw up, and then I kind of like recentered myself, and I just started following. They were gone already because I was busy throwing up. So I'm going <laughs> to just follow Solana. Okay. So Solinar and Johannes are going to end up at the market. Oh, hey, buddy. You um, 
You're looking kind of pale. I, I ingested five mushrooms really quickly, and then I uh, digested five mushrooms really quickly. Oh, sorry to hear that, buddy. That's okay. They look like mush rooms. Well, so here's here's my scheme. I'm going to go into the marketplace. Uh-huh. I'm going to see if anybody's at their stalls. Right. Which I imagine people would be trying to like pack up and get out of here because of the dragon. And then I'm going to be like, hey, we killed the dragon and guess what's on sale? You're going to try and sell the dragon parts at the market? I mean, yeah, why not? Scale sale. Okay. Ah. Um, Everything must go. Uh, super illegal. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are there authorities here who would care? This We're about to find out. <laughs> Because I don't know anything about this, but sounds like a good plan. Step these, right up, folks. It's Discount Salinar. These people were almost just et by this thing. You think they're going to be like, but that's illegal. Uh, yeah, because you know who enforces that? People who are allied with the Blue Dragons. One of them yeah. was et by this thing. <laughs> you, know, you know what this village isn't aligned with the Blue Dragons? We're about to find out. I think we should start at the... Cons- at the, um, the uh, Thrift shop? Thrift store. I was at earlier. <laughs> oh, good call. They've got all kinds of stuff in there. So, Dragon Bots, what are you thinking, thrift store? <laughs> the thrift store is not going to be able to offer you a whole lot. Yeah, for probably. I, I don't think that's where Solonar would want to go, anyways. Yeah. That's just where Johannes wants to go. You want to go mean, to some high end apothecary or something like that. Solonar would stop in at the thrift store and be like, so listen, let's say somebody theoretically had killed a blue dragon. <laughs> and they had. This thrift store owner is just like, yeah, I wasn't at the games. And I'm kind of really disappointed <laughs> by this. I was the only person who had to work. And now this dude's coming up to me just spouting nonsense. Meanwhile, he's, his uh, pant legs and like shirt arms are stained with dragon blood. Oh, uh, can I look for a new instrument for the boat? Yes, you can roll. Oh. I didn't even think about it, but then this thrift store song was coming on into my head, and I remembered there's a saxophone in that, so <laughs> no, I feel like saxophones you, are in thrift stores. You search for a broken keyboard, you find a broken keyboard. <laughs> we'll see what we got. 15. A 15? Saxophone. <laughs> Is a saxophone what you're looking for? Uh, yeah, I guess that's what I got in my head. Actually, because this is going to reveal something I was really hoping would get revealed, you find a saxophone. Um, I feel like Boat's a woodwind player through and through, so mm-hmm. I'm gonna... Yeah. Also, I'm very confused as to why saxophones exist in this world, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna let that is one it go. A, is it an alto sax? Sure. Okay. Is, it, is, it, um, is it brass, or is it carved out of, like, a, a metal or a bone, or... It, it would have to be metal, given the sonorous quality of saxophones. So oh my gosh, so I, uh, <laughs> Johannes looks at it, and then he looks up at his brass earrings... And they kind of just keep reflecting back into each other infinitely, and he gets distracted by that for a while, but then he finally runs it up to the counter, and he's like, this! That'll be seven copper. Here you go! All right, you now have a saxophone. You're awesome! Um, uh, good luck on your thing uh, for trying to sell those dragon pots that you have. I'm going to go run this to the boat. It's a really shiny thing you found. That's fantastic. <laughs> it's so shiny, it distracted me endlessly. All right, so while we're doing that, Boat and Koza, you are back at the room. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Boat's just doing exactly what he said he was going to do. He's gotten out of his perfumed Ocean Var clothes, uh, trying to get cleaned up, trying to take a first pass at washing himself of this stink <laughs> and, and getting back in his regular clothes, which he sent out to have laundered while the games were going on. Of, of course. Yeah. All right, Koza? I mean, is there a second bath? Yeah. Okay, because, yeah, because it's trying to Wash clean. my back, Nietzsche. <laughs> yeah. Tell Airbnb requires certain standards if you're going to rent your home out. Yes. Wait, uh, is it a communal bath or is it individual baths? Uh, it's individual baths it's in these places. It's a shower. Just thought I'd check. <laughs> but no, there are, there are actually public baths in Karar you can go to, but this one has, it's essentially like a very large bucket with... Like other buckets you can fill, but it's a Matryoshka shower. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I just try to clean up. All right, so you guys are just getting stuff ready. We're not, we're not, we're not having any special bro time or anything. I'm covered in perfume. I'm just trying to get this taken care of. Well, yeah, no. you're, you're going to be fine. Yeah. And they're both bathing. What kind of special bro time are you trying to get here? I was trying to suggest we're, we're at an American bathhouse. I was kind of hoping they would have a conversation. <laughs> well, we're also, but, like, as you established, bathing in separate bathrooms. <laughs> 
I mean, what are you gonna bathe for seven hours? Your feet will get pruny. So, or maybe is it one of those? Is it this terrible scene where we're like on a divided bath area? And so we're no, just talking just, over a wall. Is that what you no, want? No, no, you're in separate rooms. Can I, just, I have like a I thought room. you guys were inter- gonna interact, but no, you just like got there and were like, huh, huh, and like went to separate rooms. Yeah, never mind. All right, ten four. So we're back to. Uh, so we were, are going to go back to Solinar in a bit, but as you're finishing up your bath and putting on your very fluffy robe, uh, a loud crash comes through the door as Johannes comes through with the saxophone. I'm going to try to jump in through the window. Oh, all right. Uh, Fifteen. Jumps in through the window with a loud crash. Oh, the window is closed. Damn it. <laughs> is it the window right next to the door? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Boat has, at this point, Boat is just relaxing on the couch with his hat pulled down over his eyes a little bit. Why are you wearing the hat inside, Rude? Because I'm Gravy Boat Barnes. I can do whatever I want. I love how you said Rude like my grandmother. <laughs> <laughs> and like he hears this crash and he just like takes his finger and pokes the brim of his hat up just so he can like sort of cock an eye over toward what happened because nothing surprises him anymore. Mm-hmm. Johannes has a blanket over uh, something and he goes, Behold. Oh, wait one second. Let me take this piece of glass out of my... Her. <laughs> Behold, there is something that I shall bequeath to you, God Captain of Palabar and champion of some city that I don't remember. This! Describe the scene for me. So he pulls the cloth off in a dramatic flourish, revealing, as the light hits it delicately, a shining saxophone. My hair is streaming behind me. Mm-hmm. Yes, it almost catches the light just as elegantly. You got a you got a read for that? I also changed into my brass priest robes. <laughs> I, I'm glad you just you're right, changing so just as you're brass. running. Yeah, as I'm sprinting. That's actually I used the gestures uh, as the the thing that was covering it. Perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So I look at him. I was like, you got a read for that with a little like half smile. Yeah, there's there's a read in the saxophone. All right, so uh, it's we, a complete Johannes, sax. Johannes holds his hand up. He does one of those where he like waves it, and then there's a read that he just like Whoa! he pulls it from behind your ear. All right, Boat takes the saxophone and starts <laughs> looking at it. Um, do I see anything special about it or anything? It is a normal saxophone. What's the brand name on it? There is none. Okay. Though you uh, roll history. 18. You do know that most saxophones are manufactured in Tolaire. Okay. Oh, look, it says Brass Temple on it. <laughs> uh, beep, bump, beep, bump, bump. Brass Temple. We made that joke a long time ago. I know, I'm bringing it back. Okay. Uh, all right. So Boat stands up. Uh, he tips his hat back. He's like, mm, thank you, buddy. Did you just see this and think of me? I thought of you and then explored. It saw me. And I knew in that moment, just like the mirror pendant, I saw myself in it, which means I saw you, the god captain, and my leader. All right, let's give this guy a try. Uh, Boat puts the reed into it and uh, takes a deep breath and starts playing. Roll performance. (gasps) Thirteen? You're able to play passably. Okay. So it's not a saxophone of discord. No, it is not a saxophone of discord. Okay. Anything happen? Is it a saxophone of chord? It is a saxophone. You, it makes saxophone sounds as you play the saxophone. You know what I meant. Does anything special happen? No, nothing special okay. happens. He bought a saxophone at a thrift store. It wasn't even Moonsy's discount bin. I'm just saying. It's it's not a stupid question to ask. Is anything magical happened with the saxophone that no. my friend bought at a thrift store? It seems it's like... It's not the sisterhood of the traveling saxophone. Mm-hmm. It seems like nothing happened. Well, I'm going to go see if Solonar... Oh, my God, the sun's 300 meters closer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. Just wait till I get the Boatfinity Gauntlet. All right. I will travel back in time and make this a magical saxophone. Jose, you're in the next room. You hear saxophone music. Um, yeah. I'm actually outside. Like, I imagine there's sort of a garden area. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm actually out there kind of just meditating in particular, going through my spell list. Your meditation is broken by the sound of saxophone. Whoa, broken or aided? If I had crit failed, I was going to say that it sounded like Saxman from Tenacious D. (laughs) No, no, no. If it had been, (laughs) if you had crit failed, you would have just blasted E really loudly. (laughs) Give it to me, (laughs) Saxman! Some sex, man. Solinar. So if someone theoretically had blue dragon parts to sell, 
Who do you think would be in the buying market? He looks over to the left and over to the right and leans in. There was some weird fortune teller that was at market. Oh, no, that's that's no good. I, I'm sorry? We ran her out of town. It turned out she was working with black dragons. Okay. Um, th- that's really the lead I got, buddy. That, that's it? Out of this, out of this whole festival, the only lowdown that you've got as a thrift store owner, someone that people <laughs> share their secrets with, <clears throat> the only lead you've got for me a is a creepy fortune teller. Oh, there was another guy. Yeah. A shifty kind of guy in a cloak. Yeah. Selling mushrooms at a stand. Gosh darn it. <laughs> no, he's part of the group. That doesn't even... Uh. All right, all right. I appreciate the assistance. Oh, there was one more. Go on. Um, had a wagon he was selling stuff out of. Short, uh, gnomey guy. A short, gnomey guy? Yeah. Did you get his name? Uh, Hurdle? Son of a gun. Did Koza owe him desperate, money? <laughs> desperate times call for desperate measures. Do you know where he was headed? Uh, probably down toward Palabar. I don't know if he's left town yet. Okay, but do you know where in town he might have been headed? Oh, uh, probably to the southern entrance. All right. I appreciate the tip. And uh, Solinar, as he says tip, he flips a silver coin off his hand, which lands on the counter and then spins for a moment before landing flat. And he's oh, like... He's not in the dream. That's for you. For a second, when you said spins for a moment, I thought you meant Solinar was spinning around. He was with the coin. <laughs> he I'm was like, so beautiful. Because he's like, I did a cool thing. Let me um, do my, my pose. I also like the idea that there's uh, another fortune teller lady. <laughs> <laughs> Completely <laughs> unrelated. He's just like, mm, really could use some dragon pots. Uh, <laughs> if somebody would sell them to me, even though I know it's illegal, I'm too old to care. Got a lot of very magical, powerful items. Solinar is going to head, since he doesn't know what other shenanigans the group is going to get into, he's going to, like, not run because he is a little tired from everything they just got into, but he's going to move at, like, a brisk pace to get to to head towards the south gate and look for Churdle. Don't risk it for the brisket. Do you want to grab anybody before you do this? Um... Nah. All right. So you're going to go into the southern part of the market. Uh, There are several people with wagons that are all set up, but one where the wagon is tipped backwards and there is a cloth hanging between the handles of the wheel of the. It's almost like a wheelbarrow. Okay. I guess Solinar will knock on the step. (laughs) (laughs) Like. The fabric moves away by itself, almost as if by magic. And the area itself looks like a doorway. Oh, don't you make me regret this, little man. And Solinar climbs up into the wagon. As you climb up into the wagon, it feels and seems almost like you've walked into a shop. The area is significantly larger than you would expect, given how you got in and what it looked like on the outside. Though... The shop shelves themselves are dusty, barren, with only a few items. Looks like you're a little short on goods in here. I am indeed, my friend. Oh, God. Says a voice, you can't find the body. (laughs) You're looking around. (laughs) This is whispering to you. The entrance that you came in is gone. (laughs) Oh, no. Stop telling him what I'm going to do before I do it, Alon. Uh, Solinar, like, tries to keep it together, but, like, visibly shudders. <laughs> He's like, well, look. I apologize to anybody listening to this podcast on headphones when I do this voice. Well, well look, man, um, I've got, I've got, I've got goods, okay? I've, I've got something you might be interested in. What would that be? Blue dragon parts. What kind of parts? Claws. Teeth, scales, liver bits. Oh, a complete liver would be better. Well, it it kind of had. Put a... them on the counter. Let me see. Hmm. All right. Solinar like fishes into his bag and pulls out like the 
still probably like kind of wet dragon bits and puts them on the counter with a kind of splorch sound. I want you to have them in a canvas sack and the bottom of the sack is clearly like discolored. Uh, Gross. No, he just has it in a Ziploc bag. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So uh, it makes the sound of wet organs hitting wood. Everyone knows that one. (laughs) Yeah. You know that sound. That sounds surprisingly like a cork struggling to be removed from a pot. It doesn't, but nice try. <laughs> um, they all line themselves up on the counter perfectly. Yeah. What were you looking for these, my friend? I mean, Blue Dragon, not exactly easy to take down, but I understand. Except that. for us, who just smashed a bottle of perfume in his snoot. Hey, you know what? We gave up a magic item in order to make that kill. That's still not an easy takedown. Um, I was thinking in the range of 400 for the lot. Gold? Oh, absolutely. It's a dragon. Deal. Really? Yes. Uh, insight? Insight? You probably should have rolled that before you just threw out a number. (laughs) I mean, no, because Solnar doesn't know what he's negotiating for. You Uh, feel your pocket get heavy. Solonar checks his pocket. There is a significant amount of gold in your purse that was not there before. Did I say 400? Mm-hmm. Okay. Solonar's going to be like, nice doing business with you. Yes. Thank you, my friend. Have you considered being a little less spooky <laughs> in your business dealings? I don't understand what you mean. You're an invisible force inside this shop. I'm not invisible. I'm right here. He, he says, stand- appearing behind the fireplace and shrouded <laughs> in shadows, the flames spouting from his eyes. <laughs> oh, God. He's actually appears standing right behind Solonar. Mm. Solonar, like, looks to the left, looks to the right, turns around. Oh. Oh. This is exactly what I'm talking about. That's spooky. Nothing spooky about your friend Turtle. Except the racism. (laughs) (laughs) Look, man, that's spooky. Okay. Hey, you said something. You said something a long time ago. I've said many things and lived quite a life. Trying to remember what it was. We were talking about nymphs. I have no opinion on nymphs. None whatsoever. Oh, not at all. Something about purging. Oh, they should be purged. That's that's the one. <laughs> Why do you feel that way? Nymphs were instrumental in the calamity 300 years ago. Like they caused it? They were instrumental. Like, like a they... saxophone? <laughs> he just whips out a saxophone and has like a sick solo. Like, like they caused it? They were important. And one could argue one did cause it. What you talking about, Turtle? Who would be that one that would argue it? <laughs> anyway, is that all the business you have today? No, the the business I have today is what you talking about, Turtle. Oh, so this is all you have to sell. Thank you, my friend. He then dashes off behind the counter. You find yourself standing in the center of the marketplace with oh. no sign of the of the cart. Oh, no. You're not getting, whoa, whoa, <laughs> whoa. Uh, Solonar. You hear off in the distance. Solonar checks his wallet where the coins were. They're still there. Along with a small rolled up piece of paper sealed with a wax seal. Uh, And immediately getting opened. The wax seal is going to be made out of red wax with a strange X symbol kind of going through it. Mm -hmm. Immediately getting opened. Thank you, my friend. I will remember this. Chertle.
Quid Pro Roll is only made possible by listeners like you and patrons on patreon.com slash goblinsgrowlers like Michael Benefield, Kyle Oatman, Marion Klatt, Brian Barltrop, and Whitney Zahar. Thank you all so much for contributing, and we look forward to seeing you out there, Rollers. Maybe we should all just change our name to Mike, and that way we always have enough mics. <coughs> Because you guys are enough for me.